Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy, and normally you know me. I'd be out shaking the tree to find some exciting new guests for the show. But as some of you know, T.J. Miller... Uh, has been uh, in some of the best cashing in episodes I've ever done. And my fans have really taken to him. I think most people who tune in for that first time and hear Cash Levy, uh, that's who they're tuning in for. But then on a few memorable episodes, some of the fans have really enjoyed T.J. Miller almost as much as me. And that makes me feel good. You know, I feel really gratified that people like uh, one of my favorite guests. And uh, any time I get a chance to put a young up-and-comer on the map, like T.J. Miller, it's something I'm happy to do, and uh, it's a good feeling. But T.J.'s under a lot of stress right now, and uh, I, I know you, you might have sensed it on some of the previous pod uh, episodes uh, where he's been a guest, uh, and I think it's time for me to reveal what really has been going on. Uh, T.J. is awaiting the results of an STD test um, that he took in preparation for Yogi Bear 3DP which is the official Yogi Bear 3D porn parody. And uh, he's very stressed about the test. Uh, I mean, you know how he feels about STDs. He thinks they're a big deal. For me, I mean, I've mentioned I think they're just, what's a pimple on the penis between friends? But he, it stresses him out. He's different. He's freaked out. Uh, I open the envelope that they sent him. I know what the results say. So towards the end of the show, I may have to reveal to him what's going on uh, and what type of uh, disease he has. But uh, let's try not to stress him out too much. And uh, there he is. There he is now. TJ? Hello, fair friend. Hey, buddy. How you doing? How you feeling? May I enter? Yes, you may. Yes, you may. You don't need to be that formal. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, that was real formal of you, but that's... that's... Hello, kind <laughs> I feel like we're at a castle. Look at me. I have a knight's helmet on. <laughs> Why are you doing that? You don't that? even notice? Just to try to protect yourself? Sort Look, of an I, armor type? I, yeah. It was cheaper without the mask, so I know it looks more <laughs> like a, a metal hat. <laughs> You should have worn the but whole... But it's a knight's it's a helmet. You know, in the summertime, it's hard to wear a full uh, plate of armor. Buddy, so you just are went you with kidding me? I've had seven blocks. I walked here from uh, from Silver Lake. <laughs> and I, I'd say about halfway over here, I, I, I dropped my uh, my upper torso about ten blocks ago. And I dropped my lower torso armor. Well, now you've changed blocks ago. your voice. The octave of your the voice has changed completely now that you've taken the helmet off. Well, it changes yeah. the timber of your voice. Here's to be wearing the a uh, the side the metal side portions. That's what they're called. Not portions, not partitions. Portions. Yeah, the metal side so, portions. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
they're sitting, they press against your ears. They change so you the timbre. You can't hear your own voice. Yeah, you, they you ever change done the that? timbre of your voice. Yeah. You ever had sort of earmuffs on or something and you think, or headphones and you can't hear your own voice? Well, let's do a little experiment. Uh, put, put, the, put, put it back on. Let's hear what, how you sound. Okay, so I just okay, put here we it go. back on its side. Okay. Hey, what are you doing? Come on down, girl. Well, no, that's different completely. Yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah, yeah no. that was different. But it was, so it does. Each time I put it on, it's kind of a different sort of feel to it. The Parsons change your voice in different ways each time. Well, it just depends on where it catches my ear. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, buddy, how are you? Good. I I'm just God. here to kind of support you. I know you're a little stressed about a couple things. You're always in my home. Yeah, I, I wait around here for you. Just I know a lot I of stuff's going you. on in your Such life. Such a great gift. <laughs> I, know I you left did. it in New Mexico. But it did. is really. I'm looking for 350 to pounds of marijuana. Oh wow! Yeah, it's Which, in a uh, bunker in New Mexico, right out of yeah. Albuquerque, or, or as I like to call it, a three day weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we've been calling. Uh, I've been watching The Sopranos. Nonstop. Have you really? Yeah, and I'm be- I'm late to the game. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. I saw it all in one really you know, one sitting. Did you really? No, it was like a, a lo- it was one of those lost weeks. That's what we're doing. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. So I'm watching that, and really, it, you just you can't not you can't, eat pasta. You, you know what? You, you just can't want to eat pasta. You want to drink wine. You want to smoke cigars. I'd say you can't put and it you down. Shoot people. You can't put it down. But it's not a book, so you really can put it down. You can't stop streaming. You can't, can't take it stop with you. streaming. You not in this life. <laughs> Sorry, I put the helmet back. Uh, you can put it down, but you can't take it with you, can you? You can't because I don't remember you. any of it. I'll be you honest with you. You can't take it with you, but you can give it to somebody to bring to you mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. You can wrap it up with about three hundred pounds of marijuana. You can leave take it, it with you. You can leave it all on the field. Mm-hmm. Or you can field some requests for where to leave it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. You really can't leave anything Jesus. in the tank when you watch it. You can't leave anything in the tank. <laughs> we're just going to, for the rest of the episode, we're just going to talk completely in different uh, cliches, yeah. mainly sports cliches. Hey. Uh, but it's great. It is good. I have, to, I have to admit, I don't remember much of it. It was just a week that I watched it. And that's the only show I've watched in its entirety, you know, really? those types of shows. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. We did, I haven't uh, seen, we, did, uh, we did Twin Peaks. That's on Netflix. I'd love to do I it. I, I, I'd Twin love Peaks. to do it. I'd love to do that. You know, there's something about Twin Peaks that's a little bit creepy. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say <laughs> think, about that. You think? Okay. Yeah, I'm done talking. Spoiler. 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 Um, it's I'd like to do... Um, I did The Shield. I really liked The Shield. That's the only mm. two that I've ever done. So I'd like to do Mad Men. People like The Wire, yeah. Mad I'd like Men's The Men. Wire. And uh, I want us to do Breaking Bad. And uh, I'd like to do um, The uh, Two and a Half Men. I'd like to do that. Yeah, I haven't done that two one. And a half men. You know what we usually start the show with? We usually start it with a uh, triple, triple banger, banger lightning round. Uh, mm. Question one. Ooh. Question one. Oh, Papa, where's the pizza? Heterosexual men dancing old. together. Hmm, that's always interesting. Heterosexual men dancing together. Sure. It's about time. Hmm, okay. So you just think it should be a thing where two guys can sort of dance to each other? Well, women right, dance you're together. In a club, you can dance with a guy, you dance side by side. You, you can't, can't dance really dance with a face. heterosexual man, can yeah. you? Actually, it should have been. It's Certainly about not time. Ballroom. It's about time. There should have been a question mark at the end of that one. I think it is about time. You think so? But it's just weird. It's tough. It's like I think we need more time. How many? How how long into our evolution before men can dance together? Homosexual marriage any between shame. men has to be 
totally legalized nationwide so that if these dances lead to matrimony, then so be it. <laughs> you think so? But we cannot inhibit the love I think of it's those sad. I think it's sad another. that men can't dance together. And I can't do it. I'm just saying I wish I could. Well, I, 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 I would I feel do. too I mean, shy you, doing yeah, you're it. You're right. You have to joke about it. You at least have to. I would put feel a shy looking a man in the eye and dancing with him. Dancing with him. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I would. I'd feel really shy about. It. I'd be That's feel why scared. when I slow dance, It'd be I too look intense. right at my dick. Well, I was talking about slow dancing. Oh, I no no. <laughs> oh, that I wasn't. Sister, I wasn't. Sister, I wasn't. That'll never happen. <laughs> no, I, I was. I wasn't talking about slow dancing. I meant any kind of dancing. That's maybe that's what's Flash good about, uh, how about line. Dancing. That's what that's what's good about uh, line dancing. You don't really end up looking at people, right? What about I mean Russians dance together, right? What about restless leg dancing? Can you do that? You know I'm Looking doing that almost every goddamn day of my wife. <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, question two, oh, two, okay, two, two. Which of these would you pick? As a sexual safe word. Which of these would you pick as a sexual safe word? Well, I just said poke. Yeah, I know. I, I said it wrong. Well, I'll, I, I know there are a couple of things I'll poke as far <laughs> as safe let words Let me give you go, the options. And one of them is vahihi, and the other is a nudes. Which of these would you pick as a sexual safe word? Enigma, haberdashery, inelegant, perfunctory. I feel like we've used this one before. Mm, that was in the last episode. <gasps> and I liked it so much. Uh, all right. I think perfunctory, right? Isn't it? What did I say before? Well, that's what's interesting about doing a question. The second twice. one. I, say them again. Enigma, haberdashery, inelegant. Haberdashery is really fun. Perfunctory. Inelegant is mean. I think the nicest compliment you can ever give a woman is that she's elegant, and I think that the worst thing you say to her is that she's inelegant. Inelegant's hard to say as a safe word. Perfunctory. No, I think perfunctory is worse because perfunctory. You know, you got a ball in your mouth. They're like, and they're like, yeah, you're right. There's plenty of cheese in the car. I think it should be haberdashery. I think no, if you're man, able to say one. that. I do that now. I that's think one if of you're my able. Now. That's what I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah, I do this thing where I get everything put in my butt <laughs> that's in the room. And then I sort of, I say, you know, haberdashery. <laughs> and then it all kind of comes out. I, I like to do it in. In small rooms with little to nothing in them. Like, usually nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know, between you and me, when that sort of fetish comes up in this my This is sex between life, me and you. Yeah. Pretty much. Between you and I me. Heard and listen, well, I heard a few people listen. Well, people are eavesdropping on the show. About 12 and a half of them. But, but other than that, Did this you, is you and me. And oh, that live thing was the most fun thing in the world. Yeah. Just in yeah. the hotel room. Right. At, yeah. That was that what was an experience. Um, no, but I, yeah, I, I mean, as far as sexual fetishes go between you and me, when that happens, where I do the thing, mm-hmm. where I go into a room and put everything in the room up my butt. Okay. I prefer to do that in a room that is completely empty. <laughs> and I know, I know I'm kind of laughing, but I am serious about that. <laughs> Little to nothing should be in the room. I mean, when you stick a large portion of things up your, my ideal compromise is that it's an empty room with just a pacifier in it, Mm -hmm. you know, or nothing at all. Mm -hmm. A totally new house. I usually like to do it in. Yeah, I mean, this is almost. It's it's hard for me right now to not bring up the fact that we are waiting the results of a test that I know you're stressed about. And did you? about that i mean yeah i and i, I just want you know to hear, it's not I'm a big here deal. to support they just, you well they want what they wanted to do was 
you know, realistically, like all pornography, you want to get a, an STD test. And so they test. I had been tested just recently. So I said, you know, but they have to sort of do it again. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping nothing. But they test for everything. Right. Do, that's for, what I was going to ask about. Do they AIDS, test about things that you shove up your... Of up here. They don't test for. Oh, what do they do? They do test? they test for the amount of strange items you shove up your anal no, you, cavity when I you're don't alone? Think so. In I hotel think room? anally, it's pretty hands off. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just try. But to. Yogi Bear 3DP is going to be great. You know, I mean, it's you know, it's that triple double, baby. Yeah. No, I think a lot of people are looking forward to that triple banger lightning round question Question three 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 three. checking into a hotel uh, with a duffel bag in one hand and a case of beer in the other tacky or visionary Myrtle Beach, baby. <laughs> That's I mean, what it reminded me of. It's a certain type of person that it's has a, good one. a case of beer. When you're checking you know, in. And that's that's actually bigger you're than his bag. You're talking about the front desk? Or you're talking yeah, about you, you see him at the front the desk. No, not yes. his room. Into the At the front desk, yes. approaching Myrtle the front Beach. desk with a big case of beer. Yeah. How do you feel about those people? I envy, Do you judge them on the type them. of beer envy, that they're carrying? No, I envy them. It should be Budweiser or Bud Light you know, or Miller Light. I mean, if that's... But I, I envy them. You know, it's interesting. You think it's just thinking kinds. ahead. Is that what you're saying? Well, case of beer. Now, what if it's a six-pack of craft beer? There seems to be nothing wrong with that. It's mm-hmm. just somebody checking into a hotel and they got some beers to have while they're there. But a case of beer really says, like, I'm going to be drinking. I'm going to be drinking a lot. And it needs to happen as soon as I get I know. And that's room. why I have, to be, I have to admit, I think I'm a snob because I feel a little less of them for a second, split second. Really? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I say live and let live. I mean, you No, it's not at all that I don't think they should be doing it. It just seems like the urgency with which they want to get that beer inside of, them, inside of their bodies is, is shocking to me. Yeah, I don't know. You know, some people... The urgency of it. Some people, and they, we, people don't get this, and you and I travel these places, but I do. I feel in Wisconsin and Chicago, in, uh, you know, Iowa, and there's so many places, Nebraska, where beer is like water. That's just a guy, it's like a Coke. Yeah. This guy's not, you might not even get drunk. You might just have like three or four mm. beers. Yeah. Like my mother would have six Diet Cokes throughout the day. And it's just like the thing that they're sipping on. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys um, uh, on, on the crews of these last two films, they got dippers in. They got lippers in. They're, they're all. They've almost every day they're chewing tobacco. Dipper lippers. Little dippy lips. Upper lips, lower lips. That that's actually the uh, the DVD straight to DVD spinoff that I'm directing <laughs> of the Yogi Bear 3DP is uh, Yogi Bear 3. Uh, DLs, which is dipper lippers. Dipper lippers, mm-hmm. and th- those are blowjobs that are done with a dip in. I, I ch- you know this. I chew, I chew tobacco on occasion. You do. And, I, I think it's a tough man. It's game. something very difficult it. to do in public, with especially with females around. But, yeah. but uh, you know, I'm too much of a baby girl to even uh, smoke cigars anymore. Really, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, this this moves it along to uh, to, to a section we like to call "Where Were You." Yeah, and uh, I was actually waiting for you. Um, I was around the corner. Yeah, you're in my home. I'm in your home, but I was around the corner hanging out. I knew you were going to come come back here soon, and I was at a, a sushi place around the corner, and they had a DJ 
at the sushi place. DJ and, um, Dragon Roll. I, I kind of feel like uh, I don't need chopsticks. I don't really need a DJ uh, while I am eating my sushi. I, I don't oh, need. A, I love that. I, I don't See, need a, is, a, a dance uh, remix of Bad Girls. You know, <laughs> I don't need to listen to Pointer Sisters while I'm. I think there's more DJs that are around bothering me while I'm doing. That? I don't need a DJ was by a pool. Was I, there was the a sushi. there was a remake. There was some kind of extended dance version of Bad Girls. I don't I don't need it by a pool. I'm there to swim. I don't need. There's DJs cropping up everywhere. I don't well, need a DJ at my bank. Can do it now. Anyone I don't need a DJ do at my bank. I love cashing checks and fucking, uh, you know, whipping necks. <laughs> cashing checks and breaking necks. I, I just feel Buster like... Rhyme style don't you think they're popping DJ up? DJ Dragon Roll. Don't you think... Come outside, I have something to show you. It's in my truck. It's a new laptop. <laughs> That's DJ Dragon Roll. He's sad. <laughs> that was a good voice. He had to put your uh, helmet back on for that one. Yeah, that's what I use it for. You like that there's DJs popping up everywhere. No, I just think everybody can do it. It's a weird thing I was thinking I don't dislike DJs themselves. I'm saying I don't like them. I'm just trying to eat some sushi at four in the afternoon. I don't need... Agreed. So I think it should be a thing that, you know, you got to check on it. But I'm I'm different than you. I sort of think that's funny. And that kind of makes for a funny environment. But I'll say I was thinking about this a couple days ago. You know, now with Twitter and Instagram and Draw This and Photoshop programs and music programs and all that stuff, I think everybody's going to have a creative outlet. Everyone is going to be able to play music or do some sort of art form. Right, right. I think that'll change the future. I think that because that'll accompany your life, people will be like, oh, have you heard his music? He does a Christmas album or whatever. whatever Just like like the internet has allowed everyone to say things anonymously. Uh, to right. whoever they want to. I mean... It's a wonderful thing. You hate the internet. I know that about you. <laughs> I don't hate the internet. I just I, think it's a great place for people to, like, privately... That's there's the a website. The internet. There's a website. Everybody talks for, about the bad... There's no, a website. Talks about what's good there's about a website for people that hate Bob Costas. How does that... Wh- wh- why? Why are all these anonymous people hating Bob Costas? Like, what... What? Per, what why don't they have anything better to do than Who rip cares? on Bob Costas? What, don't you have anything to do than talk about those people? Do you think that this... What do you mean? I yeah, mean, what, sure. Part of for the freedom of speech is being able to say terrible things. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. If you regulate what is said, then you can't say anything. And then there, where, where does the line nobody's, end? Nobody's, nobody's trying to say that anything I mean, you should are, be you're regulated. You're kind of a fascist. No. Nobody's trying to... No, you're turning you're sitting that, here. You're turning that... Okay. You're a fucking Obama fascist. <laughs> Looking at me in the eyes, you're wearing an Obama mask right now. You got on the Hope shirt. <laughs> got stickers all over your dick. <laughs> stickers all over your dipper lippers. I don't know. I, I, think, I think it's okay. I think, you know, everybody's going to want to be a DJ just like everybody gets a guitar. But you'll be able to share these things and listen to them very easily, and it won't be as much about like, hey, come watch me play guitar. I mean, some people will do that, but they'll say like, hey, I mix this new song. Check it out when you have some time. You know, you download it right to your phone. You can listen to it in your car. It's, it's just, we live in the future. No, you're, I think you're taking one comment about DJs and saying I hate the internet. And I, I, you do. And I resent you uh, for that. And if you weren't wearing a complete... Uh, body of armor right now and if I wasn't well, fearful actually, that you I, had an STD and I could get it by striking you I would strike you in the face I actually with dropped, my belly button I actually dropped this uh, 
Most of this armor, the armor that you see now is just this is like a funny t-shirt and funny pants. Oh, okay. I, it looked real. Mm. It looked real. I'm not taking... That'd be a good suit, not, right? A shining yeah. armor suit? A suit of shining armor? Where were you? I was in... I mean, I, you know, I'm just going to go back to this because I dream of it. Okay. Uh, I was in uh, Elgin mm-hmm. in Texas. I had heard that they had the best sausage that there ever has been. I was out there. I don't I, need a, a DJ at my dentist's office. That's all I'm saying. I don't need a DJ at my sausage store. Okay, I'm going to get my teeth cleaned. I'm I don't need to hear bad about, girls. I love, look, I love... I love music, and I love swimming to music. <laughs> Go on. You're at Elgin. Well, it's just, it was the best sausage I'd ever had. I mean, okay. It was crazy, and I love that. And I'm big into local meats right now. That's my okay. thing. I'm That's trying to eat less your... meat, but uh-huh. I want, when I am around a local place, I will get a local meat. Maybe it's the Sopranos or something, but I also am loving deli. I'll eat deli sandwiches all fucking day. Well, this is the thing. I'm wondering, you're off your special diet now. Oh my God! Yeah, are you telling me when I got home? Because TJ, if you don't know, TJ was on three movies in a row. Uh, the last one no, being no, no, uh, Yogi two. Bear Three. It was two uh, things. Three DP. Yeah, three DP, which one, yeah. he really had to cut down his weight for because he's mainly uh, naked that whole movie. And mostly penis weight. But he really was. In all seriousness, you lost a lot of weight. I did. I and lost. How quickly are you going to uh, gorge yourself and gain Just that weight back? Just balloon into a Willy Wonka-sized character is sort of my my focus and my aim. <laughs> uh, no, I you know I kind of went crazy for the last couple of days, but now I got to like rein it back in because I still have some components to do. And uh, but then after that, after. Uh, at the end of August, I can sort of you're going to blimp up. Gain, well, I can gain weight for this HBO series. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm not going to get. You know, I, I'd like to sort of stay healthy and. Yeah, what you'd like is irrelevant. You'll let it go. I mean, once you can. I don't think so. You don't think so? I'm worried. You know, I think I don't know. He just because we all because look if if you're if you're on it carrying around is, another twenty pounds, I, that's I always imagine it like that. It's like. If I if I get back up to the weight that I was that I when I gained weight to do the Mike Judge thing, it's like I'm just walking around with two ten pound oh, absolutely all absolutely day, every day all the it time. just seems like the older we get, the more you you know you kind of need an impetus to lose the weight. That's the problem. Like there has to be like you have to set like oh, I'm going to see these people uh, at this party or I'm going to this wedding. I guess I'll lose it by then. Like the older you get, you need to have those like little yeah like you know a bench like a, a deadline deadlines yeah. for your weight, which I never needed before. So yeah. we'll just we'll set another deadline for you. In fact, I know that uh, Yogi Bear three, three uh, DB DP. Yeah, Yogi Bear three DP two. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you'd probably have to cut back down for that. So that'll be good because yeah. there's definitely so, going to be a sequel to that one. Three DPs in the movie. Yeah, and then and of course there's I the four DP. All of them. We're gonna move along. Oh, to sorry, the- there's four DPs. One of them was the director <laughs> of photography. Tom Crinnins, I want to shout you out, buddy. I don't even know if you listen to the podcast, but if you are, you got great hair. Your girlfriend is just a lovely young Asian princess, and you are one of the worst dressers I've ever seen. You are slacks that look like you got them off a dead guy who's fucking buried in a you know a barn from 1902. It's fucking helmet. I know. It's really changing things. 
I'm going to move along to essential question of human nature. Essential question um, human nature. of human nature. Your insincerity. Um, I just read an article about mammals. And we, I don't know if you knew this, but humans are actually uh, in the mammal uh, uh, Not if you're a cold-blooded snake like myself. Right, but most of us are mammals. Mammals, most, it it was basically a Father's Day article, actually, where they were saying that most mammals, uh, not only are they not monogamous, um, they actually have harems of different women. And uh, they actually, not only are they not great dads, because they travel a bit, and kind of spread their seed. And this is what most, most mammals? Yeah, most mammals. But most mammals actually kill the offspring uh, of the girls they hook up with uh, so that they have a pretty clean harem of their own offspring. So they actually, it's infanticide. Uh. And uh, I'm not sure I'm saying that correctly. And it made me think, TJ, yeah. that I feel like the expectations for us as men, human men, are a little too high. I mean, we are playing way above our head here. Just to be expected to be such great uh, monogamous dads and well, good the, people. The ev- our, our evolutionary, our genetically, I mean, our, we are mammals. And we are trying to do something. We're playing way higher above our heads than women have to. What do you think? I think it's one of the worst times in that respect in terms of gender, sexuality and stuff. This is one of the worst times to be a man. I mean, it just is. It's not, and that's not saying anything bad. It's one of the best times to be a woman, and I like that. I prefer that to the opposite, where men were further along. Because you know, white men don't need to be where they are in the sort of world order. It's just they don't. They don't need to be absolutely powerful. It's just totally ridiculous. Well, if you attach ethics to mammals, uh, women are far superior in every way. And so what I'm saying is we have to get we have to play way up above our heads even to be regularly ethical. No, I think that's right. You know? and, and that's and, why look that's what people say would there be as would there be as many wars if women were in charge of the entire universe? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Women, less women murder each other. Yeah. Uh, we are not uh, predisposed to the well, lives we we're are living. Men, so we are we are fighting no, against are, our true nature. Well, that's true too because you know men are want to be violent and aggressive with each other and then you're not. That so you just have to bottle it up or whatever. Nobody's you know fighting each other, which I think is good too. But I, I I was reading a book on evolutionary psychology, and it is that monogamy was not the thing. The 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 genetically the person with the most resources and the most the you know the the most symmetry to their face or whatever would have multiple wives and children with all those wives. Not even wives, but just multiple sort of baby mamas and then have kids and the people that were sort of weaker or couldn't protect a woman against the you know the the uh the climate or the conditions outside i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but uh or provide for her give her everything that she needed wouldn't have kids and so then genetically they would sort of you know fade away from in an evolutionary way so that's a weird thing we're fighting against that and sort of society is found and part of that I think is to decrease murder you know I think if one guy could have all the girls you know one guy has ten wives and there's like hundreds of thousands of guys that don't have any women or anybody 
you know, they, they, they're going to kill, you know, they'll fight people for their women. I mean, you, you know, everybody wants to be loved, right? Isn't that the... That's what drives so wait, us. You're saying Love that, and pro- procreation. Okay, so you're saying that because we're monogamous, that's why we're fighting more wars? We're trying to force ourselves to be monogamous, so that's making us violent? Not really, but the fact that you did take that from it is just confirmed that you're a sexist. <laughs> no. Just kidding, just kidding. I've actually just said that women are superior to men on an ethical scale. No, I think you're absolutely On a human right. ethical scale. I, I don't know. I don't know. We are naturally predisposed to being kind of jerks if you let attach... Let me tell you this. If there was a way... I think now more than ever, women are rightfully allowed to expect monogamy from their partner, which is expected of them. But I, I, I'm sure that it, the reason divorce is so high has got to be in part because it's not. There's no understanding a guy sort of wanting to have multiple sexual partners while having a family. It's not wanting. It's it's not even just wanting. It's a, it's a, a biological imperative. That's what I'm saying. And that's what makes it so difficult. It's a tough one, but isn't it... And bio- by the way, the only, your the biological, only mammals... Hold on. Isn't your biological imperative also to, like, kill the motherfucker that just said something awful to the old woman in front of oh, you? Oh, absolutely. We are constantly... So served. isn't your biological imperative to no. eat a second round of dessert no. and all the I think it's very easy to listen can. to this conversation and go, hey, these guys are... This is ridiculous. The, the reason we can feel good about being human is, is part of what we do is we... Uh, logically decide which parts of our instinct we're going to listen to and right. which we're not. So I totally understand that. We're not going to listen to every um, every uh, instinctive thing that comes to us. It's true. We'd be killing people in traffic all the time. Yeah. Um, that being said, we are playing way of our heads. I mean, the only mammals that are monogamous... Um, there was a list of them. They're not real... Imp- they're like... There's this, uh, an emu, I think some type of rat... And like two or three other, there's not that many monogamous animals. So you know, I think maybe uh, we should maybe worship those animals. Maybe that'll inspire us. Who knows? Penguins are monogamous. Are they mammals? Someone so. will tweet us about that. There are so, mammals. Someone will do the research. Are, there are mammals that are monogamous, though. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Let me ask you this on the same note, because I do think that women are. are I mean. People are often closer to their moms than their dads. Right. Is how much someone loves you... Actually, I'm just going to say this as a tiny opinion. Tiny opinion. Tiny opinion. Uh, I think how much someone loves you is in direct proportion uh, to how much they try to avoid waking you up. You know how moms, like, close a door to your bedroom? They would almost... It would be almost a silent door closing... Yeah, that's Dad's true, but then all mothers were, at least my mother, was the one that wakes you up every morning to go to school. Remember having to get up in the morning for high school and junior high mm. and just how awful it was to have to wake up at 6.30 a.m., 7 a.m. to go to class? It was always the mother that's like, get up, get up. My mother used to have to pour cold water on my face. Did she really do that? Yeah, because I just wouldn't get out of bed. Did that have anything to do with any you know stuff you were doing the previous evening? I mean, I'd give her full glasses of cold water and be like, throw them on me in the morning. <laughs> so you would prepare, so you kind of set that tone for you her. Now, I feel like it's almost a superpower that moms can like close the door and not wake you up. I think men can wake you up a lot easier. Men actually, sometimes men think it's funny to, 
I don't like the practical jokes where people try to wake you up by scaring you, by the way. I don't like yeah. that. Don't appreciate no, that. that's not. Yeah, you never. With a DJ? You I wake mean, you up with a DJ? Yeah, right. Rude Awakening was just <laughs> DJ. Rude Awakening. Um, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like, I, in fact, I don't even have to be asleep. I don't like people think it's funny to jump out of things and scare you. Do you think that's I, a good I practical like that. joke? You I like, like that? that? You know, I'm in, that's I'm one of your favorites? Into, I'm into skifting, which is scaring somebody with a gift. <laughs> I really am. I think that's very fun. It's fun to scare people. I should scare. I should scare Derwin a little bit more. You mm-hmm. know? You're current. You know, he washes my cars. Uh-huh. He has yeah. a vagina. It's confusing. His name's not Derwin. It's really tough. Yeah, yeah, it's confusing. He has an extra long belly button. He's pansexual. His dick looks like a barber pole. <laughs> okay, here it comes. <laughs> this is great. Usually you talk about your own penis. Oh, my God. If now we you're going to talk about We're doing uh, <laughs> so much on Search Party. This movie with Adam Pally and Thomas Middle. It's just it's such a guy's set. It's such guy's humor. It's that sort of old school hangover kind of genre. And it just everything was just about every joke was a dick joke, just every yeah. single one. And it it, it it didn't start off like that; it became that. Yeah. Just when it when that's when you're around somebody that much, you just go with the easiest thing that you can. It's very yeah. lazy. Yeah, it's very lazy. I like it. I, I didn't do one much more, pun work there. I'm going to do one more. Gonna, that was one of the perks of the job. <laughs> there wasn't much pun work. Oh my god. Oh my God! I'm going to overdose on the essential questions of human nature right now. I just I've, I've well, got, one I've of them turned out to be a tiny opinion. I know it did. I, I have one other. Would you rather eat at a table where the waitress sits down at the table and talks for too long, or at a tilty table? Uh, I'll take this. Well, how? Yeah, because sometimes a waitress will, will sit down and talk to you, and it's almost like, like having. It's like, am I having lunch with you? I've never heard tilty table. You know I the really tilty like table. That. Oh yeah, we had a tilty. The tilty table. table can really ruin a whole meal. We had a tilty table, like uh, I don't know, two days ago at this dim someplace, and it was impossible to enjoy the meal because the whole thing's a balancing act. You're yeah, trying to balance. It's the like being at the circus with. Not but, looking at the phone. But the waitress that sits down for too long and talks to you at a certain point, it's like, I'm having lunch with you now. Can you, you know please what I'll leave? do? You know what I'll do? I'll so let, I don't like either. I'll let someone talk for three or four minutes, even five minutes. And then as they're talking, if it's kind of gotten to a place, I, I'll put in a big, big you know, bite of food and just go <laughs> all over myself. Yeah. Just I've spit seen, it into I've my seen lap. You spit it, yeah. And on the table, I go, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't mm-hmm. eat when you're irritating you just me. Just do a full body release. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time for that. A full body release, an epileptic seizure. I have a buzzer sometimes I'll use. You'll hit the buzzer? Yeah, I'll hit the buzzer on them. But, you know, I, I do think that affects how food tastes, the situation. We've talked about this. I don't think food tastes as good when you're, t- when you're walking. I don't think food tastes as good when you're at a tilty table. I think that's true. It is. You know what, though? I eat walking a lot, just like I eat standing up a lot. And I, I don't think food is good when you're snowboarding. But did we talk about this, that in Argentina nobody skydiving. eats while walking? Skydiving? Don't like eating. eating? I don't like eating when I'm skydiving. skydiving. Oh, yeah. Sure I have. You have? Yeah, once. And you yeah. didn't eat. Yeah. No, it was, uh, did you eat the one time? The greatest part of the entire experience of skydiving was just uh, lying in the dirt crying afterwards. 
Yeah. It's terrifying. Because you had never skydived at all. <laughs> no, I did it. You just lay down in the dirt. I did go skydiving. And did you eat? I, it was a weird situation. I think I've told you this, though. It was a weird situation. I didn't want to go skydiving. I almost went skydiving. I was working with two other comedians, uh, and I said to one of them, uh, Sue Murphy, very funny. I don't know if you know yeah, Sue, no, but she's yeah, a very, very funny very comedian. Funny, very funny. I was just starting comedy. I was working with Sue Murphy, and I said, Sue, uh, or I said, no, here's what it was. Carlos Salas Rocky was on that show. He was in, um, what show was he on? Reno 9-11? Yeah. So Carlos, I, he loves skydiving. So I said, I'll go skydiving if Sue says she'll go. And I didn't think she would do it. Right. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. And then I'm, I was locked in. Wow. So I had to. I almost didn't went. Didn't want to. It was very scary. I almost went one time. It was going to be a girlfriend that got it for me for my birthday. And she was driving me out there as a surprise. And then we got there and the winds were too bad to go. So it was this like 45-minute drive. And I kind of guessed what it was going to be. And I was mentally preparing myself. And then we never did it. Yeah, because you don't want to do it in a tornado. Yeah, it was a hurricane. We were off the coast of... Uh, <laughs> You really you can't eat while skydiving. You really can't. Yeah. Let's um, fin- let's let's finish it up with a maskers section. Let's do it. What let's do you go think? for a maskers. Let's do yeah. let's do a maskers. Let's uh do we have a maskers song? Yeah, I think so. How but does it sound? Maskers. 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 This one's by uh Hoyt Malloy at Quiet Creep. Um, That's a good handle. Yeah, I like it. I like it. If your you significant know me, other, just a quiet creep. If your significant other works at a coffee shop and you go to get coffee from him or her, do you tip? Tip. Yeah, I always tip. I mean, is it like a barista place? Well, it's a coffee shop. Do you tip someone you're saying living with? In that situation, I think you have to just to uh, yeah, I and you make a big deal about it too, no, so that everyone can hear you. No, 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 no. So that so that your friend, whoever gets bigger tips uh, behind you, so the person behind you They're sees that. See us, yeah, no, you say I think you, just you say that was great service. I don't usually do this, but you deserve an Andrew Jackson. And you'll just yell that. Yeah, you just start yelling that. I mean, I, I like to go up to the manager. Here's an Andrew Jackson for your patronage. And Andrew Jackson for your patronage. <laughs> I, I like to go to the manager and say, look, I don't know that guy over there, but man, his service is stellar. <laughs> All right, here, this is uh, General underscore Zorki, Z-R-K-I, writes, Man boda aka til ele ach se et not TJ Miller ach cash leve. Se en live cashing in TJ Miller. Yaxla vad am at de a maska pa sieg. Maskers. I just I can't I can't imagine what the fuck that means. I just Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. I think it I'm I'm man, I'm bored until I'm going to see Cash and TJ on a live cashing in with TJ Miller. Yeah, and then Jagslar Vadam, AT and T of the masked the mask, the masked pig, Pasig. Mm-hmm. That might be Father Pig. Father. What language is that? I don't know. It's the one where there's uh, little sort of halos over the A's. That, we'd have to have somebody check that, that out. That might be too. Klingon. 
Again, I'm going to say just if you write in English, we can we can just get that it makes better. it easier. We can just get that it makes a lot it easier. Yeah, I, I did a I, I hosted like some kind of a uh, interview show at uh, Comic Con, and people do speak Klingon. Really? Oh yeah, yeah no, they have no, their own sure. languages. Yeah, I mean those people are insane. Have you seen that little clip where I do a? I acted like I was an Ewok. I signed autographs. They put up posters yeah. of me, yeah. and I acted like I was an Ewok, and. I felt bad because people really did line up and I signed autographs on top of these Ewok posters. And really? I said I was like eight at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I told stories about being an Ewok. Yeah. And I said that I was, um, that we had a real, like, bad relationship with the stormtroopers and that one night we burned their trailers down. And yeah, I, I that's created great. sort of a, sort of a, uh, you I know, Lord of the fun. Flies type stories, that kind of thing. People yeah. were really, and at the very end of the whole segment, somebody just exposed me. He knew all about that movie, and he asked me some really specific questions, which I couldn't answer. Really? And he knew I wasn't a, an Ewok, and he was really, like, crestfallen. Wow. And the whole practical joke fell apart. I felt bad. Practical jokes make me feel bad. No, that Ewok yeah, thing do. is funny. That's it was funny. It was funny while it was working. Him. All right, so Sean Comets writes, Can it still be your hometown if it's a mobile home, or is it just a mobile hometown? That's pretty mm. funny. I haven't yeah. heard that. Have you heard that? Yeah. No, I haven't heard that one. So mobile hometown. Yeah, that's for my mobile hometown. I think so, mobile home. You're saying yes. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. People just say that my hometown is this town. They don't say... Read it again. I don't, I don't even understand. The you understand it? Well, what if you're from a mobile home? Right. You know, like a trailer park? Right. So if you grew up in a mobile home... Then where would you say your hometown is, or where would you say your mobile hometown is? Wherever the mobile hometown is inside of the bigger town, that's what you'd say. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is hometown is more about town than home. And yeah. So you wouldn't want to add a mobile to the home. Yeah. It's where the you nearest... Say my, my hometown like is Denver. Yeah. yeah. It's where like the nearest park is. You know, that's your hometown. That's the hometown is yeah, the nearest RV much. park? Okay. Yeah. Not not RV park, just nearest park. Why is that? That that's where people. You Are know, you a big park guy? That's where people congregate to play Do you bridge like parks? and chess. You Do know? you like parks a lot? Um, yeah, I like parks. Who, who's who's like an anti-park person? I don't know. I love parks. <laughs> I do. I wish I, I mean, went to a park more. Yeah. Who's an anti-park person? Who's but like I, I hate parks. I, you know what this world needs less of? Parks. I don't like parks and recreation. That's a whole different thing. And I yeah. do think that's a good show. I do like I like parks, but I you know I don't like recreation. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you don't like to recreate within the inside. The yeah, parks. yeah. When I go to the park, I want to just be hanging out. It's just mm-hmm. a walking thing. I'm going on the jungle gym swim set. Yeah, it's hard. Not swing set, swim set. Yeah, you go to swim sets. Mm-hmm. It's bad now on the show where you're. If I don't say anything wrong during the podcast, you mock yourself. Yeah, you've said a couple things there. A few this time, but you've actually mocked yourself when you felt like things, you know, you didn't say things perfectly. Well, I'm just having a tough time remembering all these words. I know over 80,000 now. Well, I guess I have some good news and some bad news, buddy. What's the bad news? Um, I do have the results of your test. Oh, no. Yeah. Got the results of your... Your your uh, venereal disease test. I know the test you're talking about. I didn't think it was the fucking ACTs. Jesus. I mean, I guess I'm just going to come around and tell you. I'm going to read you what it says. Well, at least say something beforehand. You know, some sort of 
cheers or prayer. Okay. Well, here's what I'll say to you. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what this says, I'm not at all disgusted by you. Thank you. And I would dance with you in any situation. Eyes locked. Slow dance. Eyes locked. Because that's the kind of friend I am. That's why I wanted to be here for you. Ballroom. Ballroom with a DJ. And possibly some sushi on the side. Friends, lay it on me, Cash. Here it is. I'm going to open it up. You're just crinkling it up. You're just smashing it. Oh, I guess it did open. And then God, this is a big. Out. This is a big letter. It's a larger envelope than I usually see you with. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you see that? Oh. Here it is. It says that uh, T.J. Miller, you have hepatitis E. Oh my! Wait, it's T.J. What was the name? T.J. Miller. Oh God, that is me. Hepatitis E. Oh, what? Uh, what is that? What I've is heard of hepatitis. Yeah, e? I've heard of hepatitis B, B and A. A. I think there is hepatitis C. Is there a D? I don't know if there's a D. Hepatitis I've never e. heard of E. Is that an egg-related thing? I've been eating a lot of raw eggs. Mm, you know. Well, that might be. Yeah. I put them in a pitcher. Sometimes I heard you put them up your anus in hotel rooms. Excuse me. No, I did that once when I was feeling frisky in a chicken coop. <laughs> a lot of th- other things went up there. Hepatitis E. So we're just going to have to look into that and see what that is. Well, let's. Why don't we? I'm going to Google it right now. Are, are you serious? Just, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see real Google quick, it. Real quick. Real quick. This is. That, I mean, I was really stressed. Like I said, it may just be some kind of a pimple type situation. No, but you said if you know on your undercarriage. Hepatitis E. I'm just glad, glad you didn't have a tough nut. Oh, well, we thought this was going to be funny. What is it? I thought that was funny, but it is it actually, viral hepatitis, liver inflammation. Oh, boy. Caused by infection with a virus called hepatitis E. HEV. HEV is the positive sense single-stranded RNA isohedral virus with a 7.5 kilobase genome. So let's let's let them in on how this HEV has failed. a fecal oral <laughs> transmission fraud. <laughs> Let's let him in on how this joke failed. All right, guys. Okay. I can it, I tell him what? Can we tell them what happened? God <laughs> damn it! The whole show building up to this moment, I'm and it turns out it's a fecal-based disease. Well, we were joking which isn't about funny it. at all. And some listener out of the twelve and a half probably has it and is really offended I, right you now. Told, you even told me well, I made I a said, big joke out of there. No, no, hepatitis no, I, E. But I said I go. You know, I think it'd be funny if we said hepatitis. I e wanted to say. I wanted to say you either have tough nut, a harmless disease that gives him indestructible testicles, or stainuritis, a stain on his taint. And he was like, "Let's do a fake disease you and make what? up what it's, it yeah, means." And then you decided e. to look it up. No. It was all, I'm glad you looked it up, though. No, it all went poorly, but I will say this. It all fell apart on us. Listeners, which is worse? This is almost your own triple banger <laughs> lightning round. Tough nut, a disease where you have indestructible testicles. Right. Okay. Yeah. Stainoritis, a stain on your taint. Yeah. Or hepatitis E, which ended up being a real thing. But start off as a joke. Remember I said it was egg-related because there was an E on it? Oh, God. I'm putting on my knight's helmet, and I am out of here. I'll see you later, Cash. Hey, buddy. Seriously, though. Goodbye, buddy. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Thank <laughs> you.